Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy afternoon to you on this hump day, January 24th, 2024. That's one, two, four. 2024. All right, January's almost over. Did we violate all of our New Year's resolutions? I'll tell you what, here's what I'm doing. Uh, Again, I don't want to trigger anyone with a health talk here, but I spent the last month eating garbage food. Absolutely terrible. Not, and again, this isn't even, I'm not selling you guys anything. I just ate horribly. And finally, now that we're in the new home and I don't need pizza and Chinese food and all these other things, that would be fine if you could eat in moderation, which at the ripe old age of 38, I have yet to learn how to have one slice or two slices of pizza. I eat till the box is gone, baby. That's how that's that that's how I got Tasha to say yes. Hey, folks, come on now. Uh, that's a you got the joke. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I'm finally I'm on I'm on a high protein uh, greens. I'm eating pistachios till my fingernails pop off. I wouldn't say I'm keto because I don't want the repercussions of sounding like a douchebag. But I am I'm coming for you, spring. I'm ready to do it. Let's go. I got all your news in one place. Lots of entertainment news to get to. Why don't we start off with Taylor Swift? We'll jump right into the Taylor Swift news. We'll have a few Bachelor stories, but it's a little dry on the Bachelor front. Taylor Swift, we we discussed yesterday about this stalker who hit her home a couple times. Now they're saying it's up to 30 times so claim prosecutors. Uh, Taylor Swift's alleged stalker just had his first day in court, and prosecutors made a lot of troubling claims about him, including the allegation he's gone to her pad dozens of times. David Crow, the man who was cuffed and hauled away by cops twice in three days after numerous people said he was lurking around Taylor's New York City home, was arraigned Wednesday on three separate charges, including stalking to the fourth degree. I tell you what, I, I can't relate to Taylor Swift in the sense that I'm not a global pop superstar, but as a recent homeowner, a homeowner now for the third business day. I've only owned a home for three business days. We have had uh, solicitors at our door every day so far. And again, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not the same as being stalked, but it feel to a people pleaser like me, it feels the same. So what I'm going to tell people from now on is if you want five minutes of my time, you have to go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal and sign up for a premium membership. And then on my live streams, you can talk to me and then hear me out. How's that? They always say, try to sell the salesman. That's how it works. Well, Taylor Swift is turning heads in a good way. Uh, Taylor absolutely loved Jason. Of course, Jason Kelsey is the older brother of Travis Kelsey. He's recently said he's retiring. I don't know if he's going to change his mind or if he's full-blown retired, but he's on the Philadelphia Eagles. And now that their season has ended, he's been able to support uh, his brother, Travis Kelsey, in the Kansas City Chiefs, in the uh, players' family box with uh, uh, with uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift. That's her name. I forgot her name. What's her name again? Either way, here is Travis and Jason talking about Jason being drunk and shirtless, cheering on, tra- cheering on Travis with Taylor Swift. Did I get that all? There was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie, though. I wanted to see her reaction to all of this so bad. Yeah. I don't think she was happy about it, to be honest with you. 
I, there was one picture and it was her kind of smiling and laughing at it and kind of for it. Like, yep, there's Jason. I just know it was like that scene out of fucking... Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I gave Kylie a heads up. I, the moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm <laughs> taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason... She said, Jason, don't you dare. And I was like, hey. See, I'm thinking, letting you know I'm happening. thinking it's like that, I'm not asking uh, for permission. I'm doing this. <laughs> and that, of course, Kylie is Jason Kelsey's wife. I mean, is Kylie possibly the luckiest person here? She marries a professional football player and now her sister-in-law possibly could be Taylor Swift. That's pretty cool. But I do love, I, I do think that um, women, once you're married, the thing that drew them to you in the first place, whatever it is that drew them to you is the thing they want to get rid of, right? So I think my wife enjoys my sense of humor, but I also think she grits her teeth when I'm about to say something off color with the wrong company, right? Well, now you've got Jason Kelsey about to take his shirt off and, <laughs> and you have his wife, Kylie, Kelsey going, don't you dare take your shirt off in front of 90,000 fans. And sure enough, he says, you know what? This ain't about you, honey. I'm doing it. Like, hey. See, I'm thinking, Just letting you know I'm thinking happening. it's like, that, I'm not uh, asking for permission. I'm doing this. <laughs> Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no fucking stopping him. Whoa. And she was already telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. So she's like, do not this is be hilarious. on your best behavior. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep at <laughs> the bar. There it is. <laughs> Oh, I love this. I love these brothers. Can I please be adopted into the Kelsey family? Absolutely fantastic. Can you imagine Kylie, his wife, going, you better be on your best behavior. We're meeting Taylor Swift today. I don't know if any of our British friends are listening to Bachelor Rush Hour. I hope you are. But Taylor Swift is essentially our Kate Middleton. Okay. She's, she's our Royal family. You understand? That's what we have. And the fact that she's been adopted into a Kansas city chiefs community. I mean, no offense to Kansas city. We love it, but it's like most, most star athletes, you know, I don't know the Miami, the New York, the LA there's, there's other markets they're in, but we just have Taylor Swift, maybe making crock pot chili for all of the players in Kansas city. You gotta love it. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression. And by the way, if you didn't remember us covering this a few days ago, he jumps through the box window, which is an, you know, it's an open air window. He's on the first class. Think of it like the Titanic. He's in the first class area, right? The private area. He climbs through that. The security helps him down. He's a burly, large football player, shirtless on a very cold day. And he finds a couple children who are Taylor Swift fans and he picks them up and brings them to the window. Like it's a reverse zoo. You know, you know, the zoos where you drive through, he brings them to the window to see a Taylor Swift. Like they're in a effing aquarium is a, the worst impression ever. So I, I, I could just build <laughs> from that, that bar, point. Nice oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> oh man. Well, Tay says she absolutely loved you. So anyway. <laughs> 
There it is. There it is. Breaking news. Taylor Swift loved. I mean, who wouldn't? You know, I mean, that's a good litmus test. There it is. Taylor Swift loves the brother. I mean, it's a big deal. You want family. If you, if you care about someone, you bring them in. And um, members of our Patreon are commenting. Melanie said, I would give anything to sit and have a beer with the Kelsey brothers. I agree. And what I love about this dynamic is you can see uh, you can see uh, uh, Jason Kelsey, I'm excuse me, Travis Kelsey, losing his mind as he hears a story from his brother. And as close as they are, how cool of them to have a podcast they do together. Because what you we get to see all these football players on the field every Sunday, right? But they don't get to run into each other. Like Jason Kelsey, he's with his team. He's flying around with his team. He doesn't get to see his brother during the season in, unless they're randomly in the same town. So now that he's done, they can go support. And again, I'm not a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. I have nothing against them other than I don't want uh, Patrick Mahomes to do anything to come close to the dynasty that uh, Tom Brady has had. That, that's where I stand. You know what I mean? That's that my bitter New England chilled clam chowder personality there. That salt water in my hair. I've, I've, I've got salty aggression towards Kansas City. But good to see in that they're having fun. I kind of want to root for Kansas City just so we can fully adopt Taylor Swift. I mean, you know know you know the NFL would absolutely love it if Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl and we will be here watching they have what one more game to go all right well geez I didn't know we'd do nine minutes on Taylor Swift this is now the Taylor Swift rush hour I'll tell you what I got more content coming to you and I'll have all of that right after the break all right, cancel culture is overly talked about among stand-up comedians, but I guess, you know, one person that could talk about it is Matt Reif because there were attempts to cancel him, whatever that means. Here's his response to uh, some on the internet hating him. Have a listen. Cancel Matt Reif. Bitch, you can't cancel me. I'm not your gym membership. Get the fuck off my feet then. the lengths people will go to to argue about shit that has nothing to do with them on the internet. It's impressive, man, because it snowballs very quickly. It quickly becomes this like mob mentality. Because what happens online is once a, a large enough group of people start getting upset with you on the internet, everybody wants to get their lick in, right? Because the internet is full of people who have negativity towards themselves that they have to project onto other people. So this is their opportunity, because that's your punishment. If you ever get in trouble on the internet, your punishment is that people can say anything they want to you. Anything. Even if it's way worse than what you said to get in trouble in the first place. Mate. Now, believe it or not, this is a stand-up act, and I have not heard one punchline. It's impressive. And ultimately, that stuff never bothers me. Like, look, you're never going to hurt my feelings, okay? I've been dead. And, and by the way, they do say about five laughs per minute is what you should be aiming for as a comic. So we're so far, we're at one laugh in 59 seconds. For so long, like Two. My, my plane crashed a long time ago and I didn't step over the bag, emotionally speaking. You know what I mean? So Three. You can talk your shit to me as much as you want, but the thing you have to know about me and what I've, I've learned through therapy or whatever is that I'm... I'm a very defensive person, apparently. Like, I, I, I have a very quick trigger reaction to feel the need to defend myself if I feel like somebody's coming at me, right? And, and I go for the kill every time. So look, you can talk your shit to me online as much as you want. Say whatever mean, hurtful things you want to say to try to hurt my feelings, but just know 
I'm going to fuck you up verbally. <laughs> All right, there it is. I mean, my goal is to now make you cry. Like, All right, I'm hey, just- you got it. Hey, that that's fair. I mean, I, I feel the same way. It's like being heckled. You want to heckle the person back. Like, I feel the same way. Audiences will, will then sometimes say, well, he's got a platform. He's not allowed to this and that. It's like, look, I, I, you know, for a lot of people, whether you like Matt Reif or not, he's become like a very almost household name um, in the last year or two. It's like, look, if something's not your cup of tea, just just don't just don't consume it. Like if I go to if I go to the All American Buffet and I don't like the mac and cheese, yeah, I might tell people, oh, that mac and cheese sucks, and I'm not going to eat the mac and cheese, but I'm not going to write to corporate and be like, you got to get rid of the mac and cheese. It's like they're like, no, eat the Brussels sprouts. Like a normal person, like who cares, right? That's kind of where I stand with it. And some people might say, no, they, we have a responsibility to take someone off a platform. I don't believe in that. I, I don't believe in that. You know what I believe in is uh, microdose gummies. They deliver the perfect entry-level dose of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. You don't think that Matt Rife is funny? Have a microdose gummy. You might feel a little funnier afterwards. You need to loosen up. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Promo code rush hour. It's available nationwide. Again, that's microdose.com. Promo code rush hour for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com. Promo code rush hour did he get that yeah look because microdosing is i'll tell you what after my long move that's when you need to do it my neck has been literally destroyed uh you know from bending over building up furniture i had to take apart to get it through my tiny apartment oh my gosh the only solution and you know some people you know pain meds you don't need to do that just a little microdose it's going to help your uh muscles relax at the end of the night and melt into that pillow uh you heard it here first folks all right we got a lot of other content to get into right now. We've got uh, a hard launch happening in Bachelor Nation. Greerio Cheerio, uh, Cheerio Greerio is her name on Instagram. It's Greer. And she now announces her boyfriend with a very heartfelt post that says boyfriend. And it's just a list of very sexy and cute photos of Greer with her boyfriend. Uh, And of course, the last photo, speaking of putting furniture together, is a photo of her new boyfriend installing what looks like an Ikea bookshelf. Let me tell you something. That's the test. If you think a guy might be an F-boy and he's not there for the right reasons, ask him to come by and install a Ikea bookshelf. If he can get that far, he passes level one. Okay, so congratulations to them. And in other news, a uh, Taylor from Chicago, Taylor from this season of The Bachelor, uh, is now being accused of being a bully. Melly Travels on Instagram posted, looks like I, oh, excuse me, on TikTok, posted, looks like I won't be watching this season. Taylor and her friends were unimaginably mean at The Bachelor. Do better. And then she posted, watching The Bachelor and seeing one of the worst high school bullies I had to deal with as a teenager. And then you go, well, times are different. Maybe she's learned a lot, but she's only 23. And she's also coming off this season as sort of the union rep, the person who gets mad when uh, Jess, the girl from Tennessee who rides up in the boat, double dips on Joey. So um, will her energy go towards courting Joey or will it go towards being a mean girl? My response to this poster Melly Travels was spill it sister give us some examples I mean I can always think of people I didn't like in high school 
The one thing I've learned, I'm getting older, right? I went to my first high school reunion, my 20 year reunion. I never, I never been to a reunion before. You know, I've just been busy living across the country, doing my own thing. It just, it just never lined up, right? Well, I happened to be in town for my brother's, uh, my brother's wedding uh, this fall and uh, went to my high school reunion. And you know, like, I think only like 30, 30 people showed up. You know, it, was, it wasn't a big deal. It was at like a brewery, had a few beers. I tell you what, I'll be honest with you. I had so much fun. I still think about that. It was so good to reconnect with so many people, some of which I wasn't friends with in high school. You know, things change. People evolve. And they can evolve in the six-year time. Uh, And someone who could be mean to you doesn't necessarily mean they're a bully. They could have just had their own issues. Uh, Again, I don't know what the story is there, um, but... Very interested uh, to hear more if there is more to talk about there. And what else do we have in Bachelor Nation? We made a YouTube video today of Nick Vial on the Jason Tartik podcast, Trading Secrets, explaining why he got a prenup with Natalie, uh, you know, which I totally understand. He basically said he wanted to protect the assets he had coming into the marriage. I mean, if he's worth, uh, say, $4 million before the marriage, I don't think that Natalie should be entitled to $2 million of that dollars, right? Now, if they they make $20 million collectively while they're married, I would estimate she would be worth relatively $10 million of that, half of that money. I think that's how it should work. Um, I don't think you need a prenup if you don't have much assets before getting married, which is probably most people in Bachelor Nation. You know, they get married young. You know, they're, you know, like some of these cool young couples. Now, uh, do, do you think Becca Kufrin and Thomas have a prenup? Maybe. I mean, she was actually worth a, probably a decent amount of money. She was the Bachelorette. Um, I'm sure he was worth a little bit too. Maybe they just said, you know what? We're fine. We, we, we trust each other. But as we've learned, you know, uh, trusting each other before money gets involves and before whatever issues could happen, uh, could, uh, could, you know, things can change as it were. All right. And speaking of changing, sometimes the best change is coming back to reality. And that means Jon Stewart is coming back as a daily show host. This might not mean much to you, but he was a staple on the daily show. He wasn't the first daily show host, but he absolutely crushed it. I'll tell you this right now. I think if Jon Stewart wanted to be president of the United States, he would be the next president. I think of anybody that's not in the race right now, old Biden, old Trump, all these old farts, I think Jon Stewart would win a lot of votes. The Daily Show is going back to a familiar face to provide some stability, though it might end up being just another temporary fix. John Stewart, who originally hosted the show from 1999 to 2015, is headed back to Comedy Central to host The Daily Show, but only on Mondays. From Tuesday to Thursday, fans will see some of their favorite correspondents helm the show. The part-time hosting gig doesn't mean John will be kicking back during the rest of the week. He's also returning as executive producer for every episode. I like that. John's like, I don't want to do it. It's too much work. And they're like, how about once a week? And he's like, all right, I can do that. I can get out of the house for once a week. Uh, It's kind of like when Roger Clemens, the baseball player was like, you know what? I'm not going to do spring training and pitch all year long. Uh, why don't I just come out every August? You know, it's like, I always wondered that Tom Brady, why retire? Just come out, you know, at the second half of the season, you know, let, you know, again, in the, the Patriots wouldn't have, he wouldn't have helped him in this run, but either way, there it, there it is. A lot of fans of John Stewart will be very happy to see him back on The Daily Show. All right. Well, uh, we have a daily show here. It's actually a twice daily show. It's called Bachelor Rush Hour, and we'll be back right after this. 
Joey the Bachelor uh, made his first appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night. Let's have a listen uh, briefly to part of this interview. Thank you for coming, and I would like you to remember you're under oath here tonight. Yes, so sir. Gotcha. You, you, uh, do you feel pressure? Have people yelled at you and told you don't say anything, be careful, watch out, all that stuff? A little bit of pressure, but I'm just trying to have fun with it. I'm excited to be here tonight. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great. And for those asking, he hasn't blinked yet. Joey, the non-blinker boy. Good to have you here, and I, do, I am interested. Well, first of all, that girl with the bananas. Yes. That was too much, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I thought in that moment when it happened, I was like, my mom is going to be watching this, so let me just grab a banana, toss in the bushes, and move on. Yeah. That's no, you I did the right thing. I thought Joey was going to eat the banana. You know, you can never have too much uh, potassium. Thing. Was that what made you go, okay, I'm not giving her a rose? She seemed very sweet. I think that it's it's tough in that sense to do it, but yeah, that was that was, that was it. Because at that point, you got to go like, all right, I don't know any of these people, really. Yeah. Mostly, I'm basing it on what they look like, right? A little bit. A little bit. I mean, you got to be honest. Attraction, you know, people say love is blind. I reject that. Attraction comes physically. It comes emotionally. You got to be attracted to someone's IQ level, like how they challenge you. But you're out of your mind if you don't think you want to look at somebody who, who makes you feel a certain way personality but yeah it's it, the yeah. first impression's tough you can only talk to so many of them and it, it's a it's a big part of that night one and i'll say this and, and and to defend my point there if someone's beautiful but they have a rotten personality it definitely takes away their beauty so it's not just physical it's emotional it's intellectual it's a whole bunch of things but to say oh love is blind no i don't believe it is yeah and you uh for those catch to catch everybody up you were uh, the runner-up, or what do we want to call it, on uh, on the charity uh, Bachelorette, right? You could, you could call it runner-up runner or the up. person that got dumped, whatever you want to call you it. You got dumped. All right, so he asked the superficial questions. Let's just go to the last minute because I honestly feel like the last minute of any interview is usually the best. Yeah, well, if I mean, like, if you know my driving with Dave, I try to save the hard-hitting questions for the end. We've built some comfort. We've loosened up. Let's get on to the rest of this interview. Is it weird for you when you hear, like, um, Kate Hudson saying she's watching your sex life? Uh, yeah, I don't think she said it like that, Jimmy. Well, but... I put it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I put think it that's that what way. she meant. You uh, no, I, I, one of my favorite rom-coms is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. So I saw her back. Yeah. So you feel like it's... You've been watching her, now she's watching you. I it's hope kinda... she does. That would be awesome. What about the rest of your family? Are they excited about watching you on this show? I've been lucky to have a really good support system. Um, some of them like to give me from time to time, for like sure. Who? My Uncle Joe. Uh, he always was on, an Uncle yeah, Joe. He yeah. was on last season, and he just our relationship is a lot of back and forth. But uh, he's been proud of me. He's been supporting as much as possible. But he's definitely given me a thing or two. Does he weigh in on who he thinks you should pick? I don't even know if he's going to watch it, to tell you the truth. He's oh. just going to find little things and then give me crap about it. I see. So he'll just get as much information as he needs. Just enough to give me the, the Has shit. Uncle Joe met your fiance yet? Uh, that is another trying to stump me. Okay, there, Jimmy. Right. You're good, but I'm <laughs> not saying anything. I don't know. I've never heard of a bachelor who's, like, living now with his sister and moves of one of these women into the family home. I'm really eligible. As You're very Italian, yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, it's great to have you here. I hope it worked out. Whatever happened, I'm sure it's going to work out. I mean, you're a prof- he's a professional bachelor. Does that mean you will be the bachelor again next season? No, I, you can't keep asking these questions. We're just going to have to wait to find out. Well, all right. We'll wait to find out. The Bachelor, Monday nights, 8 o'clock here on ABC. All right. There it is. All right. Not bad. He did a good job with his interview. Good, uh, you know, good improv there. Uh, good stuff. Always good to see. Do we do we leave anything on the table? I think we got it all. Uh, there is a motion, uh, I think a response from Jane Doe's attorneys that was in the court system today. I don't even know what that means, but I think what I would predict is in the next day or so, we'll probably receive some more information regarding, you know, the proceedings uh, that are going to go down with this trial that is set for late next month. Well, Jane Doe is going to be busy in February. Maybe we can get her some like a gas card or something. She's going to have to drive over to Los Angeles to sue me. She's going to have to drive back to Arizona as she deals with family court for the child that never was. I mean, lots going on in our community. What a weird year. We're off to a great start. As always, we will be back tomorrow morning like we are every morning for another episode of bachelor rush hour if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five-star review on apple podcasts and if you didn't don't join the free facebook group dave neal's community got cash become a premium member at patreon.com slash dave neal link in the description below and don't forget to follow dave on instagram at d neals for upcoming stand-up shows see you tomorrow on the rush